It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it is time for another wild week in the NFL. It's Wade McAwain and Ryan Cull are here. Hello, we are. It is week seven. Uh, whew, what a topsy turvy week it was last week. But yeah, uh, it was rough. I had a bad week last week. And all horrible, all yeah. sorts of just betting. It was just like everything was up, was down, left, was right. The Bucks yeah. sauce to Trubisky. It was just it one was of bizarro those... world. Bizarro. And now uh, I got this lost. other. I got this other Bucks uh, line, just like screaming at you, playing the uh, Carolina fire sales. Yes, the eleven points. We'll get into all the games. Short week this week uh, in terms of, you know, there's a lot of buys. Uh, and you've got a London game next week as well with, uh, of course, yep. we all know. It's going to be at 1.30. We're just letting everyone know that the time changed. Uh, this is where week. your fantasy team that should just go deep to the bench. Like, I got Derek Carr starting. It's just going to be. Oh, my team's yeah. already terrible. But now I got to relate re- re- to freaking Derek Carr. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I have, I have J.K. Dobbins in a couple leagues. And, uh, oh, wow, six oh, weeks yeah, off. He's, out. Yeah, there you go. he's off. But let's talk about one of the, the big games. This one is a, is a surprising game for me. The Detroit Lions are one and four. And, yeah, I told you at the start of the season, it, hard knocks is hype. Dallas Cowboys are four and two. And Dak is back, everyone. He's coming back. But so is Amon St. Brown and quite a few of the Detroit players. Dallas favored by seven points. Uh, in a 49 point over under in this one seems a bit crazy for Dallas to be favored, especially, you know, with Dak rushing back this quickly with that injury. Well, I d- would you say it's quickly? I wouldn't say it's necessary. Well, remember when Russ had the same thumb injury and he came back and he sucked and he couldn't play and he hurt himself again. It's it's one of those injuries. If you don't fix it, man, you're 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 off again, you know? Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's listen, I think he he saw what I think even he was he couldn't have not been hearing like the whispers of of Cooper Cup when he won three straight. Uh, thank God he threw that three interception game. He was probably like, oh, thank fuck for that. Yeah. I, I bet you deep down, Dak was hoping he would tank it that game. So he's just like, I can't because if he went like four and oh and beat the, the five and oh Phillies, yeah, Phillies, uh, the five and oh Eagles, Eagles um. Imagine like he he'd be on like he'd be just much more. I think for anything that was the best thing that could happen to the Cowboys, sure. and especially for Dak, because now he's like, okay, they're not gonna. I don't have to worry if I make one little mistake right off the bat. They're not gonna go to Cooper Cup or Cooper. I can't even get the names yeah. right. Cooper yeah. Rush. Yeah. Um, Sorry, baby brain, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, I think this is a good. I think Dallas now has to start kind of showing that the NFC is weak, and then they are only one game back. They got to just take care of business. I think. Having Dak back is going to be really good for um, C.D. Lamb. I think they're going to be able to really, and especially Michael Gallup, I think we're going to see them air it out a bit more. I think this could be, I would say this would be a shootout, but I think Dallas has a much better defense. And Detroit's, again, they're scoring 30, then they're getting shut out by New England. Mm-hmm. So they're playing another good defense again. So is it in Dallas? Uh, it is in Dallas, yes. It's in Dallas. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys uh, uh, to cover this. I actually, if it's seven, I actually might bet this one because – uh, I think Dak coming back at home, he's going to be feeling that he's going to want to put on a show. Detroit is reeling, and, and Dan Campbell again. He's it was a good story. He's fun, but mm-hmm. maybe maybe not a great coach. Maybe you don't um, too hire much the, caffeine. Hire maybe you don't hire don't hire the hype man instead of hiring yeah. the wrestler. So the, the guy who, who get the job done. Guy who drinks energy drinks and punches hole in drywall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna go. I think this is a good game for the Cowboys to get back, show that they are still up there because you know it wasn't a bad loss to Philly, but they still are a game back. So I'm gonna go Dallas to win uh, thirty to twenty. I am on the opposite side of this one for you, Ryan. 
All right. Uh, Amon St. Brown is back. Detroit's offensive line is back. I think Detroit beats the spank out of Dallas in this one and shows them. This is my sort of game of the week. I really like this one. I really oh, like well, Detroit. Well, now I'm not as confident as my. I, I my you know, Detroit. <laughs> the reason Detroit lost to New England, they were they had nobody. You you yeah. didn't have you you're, you're on, you got a secondary. Your running backs are not there. They you should get have, Swift back as you got well. Swift, you've got Amon St. Brown. You've got part of your offensive line that was hurt. They had a lot, not as many players as San Fran, but they had a lot of players down. And Dallas, to me, it, you can't rush this guy. The hype to me is a Vegas hype of seven points. Again, I go back to that Russell Wilson injury of the thumb. I think you, you just can't rush guys back too quickly. And Dak has a history, and they've had a history in Dallas of rushing guys back too quick. I think Detroit's <laughs> going to take advantage of this. And Detroit's going to get that run game going as well and give Goff. And let's not forget, Detroit has a great offensive line. They give Goff lots of time. So that defense that Dallas has poured through on people, I see I see Goff being able to have some time, get some guys, hit Hawkins, Hawkinson for some, get that running game going. I got 31-27 Detroit, but I think they could actually do a good beating on them. Um, now, here's... A game, and every people are going to go. What the hell is with this line? Because the five and one New York Giants are visiting Jacksonville, where Jacksonville is only two and four, but Jacksonville is favored by three points. <laughs> yeah. Forty-two I mean... and a half points is the over/under. Now, is this saying that we all think did it's time? Yeah, because we've all talked about maybe the Giants. You know, maybe it's a facade. Maybe, maybe they're they're not a as mirage. Really yeah. So now Vegas is basically telling us this is a Jacksonville team that scores yards. This is a Jacksonville team that has. You know, been dumped and, and had some problems with it. But, you know, they've also, or they also might have a chance Ooh, here. Yeah, that is. And I think has that ever happened in the history of the NFL, a five oh, one team being underdogs? But I guess, yeah. again, and they're not even playing a good team. Like Jacksonville no. is not a good team. They are average at best. They have been so hot and cold. Uh, well, the you, they look weeks. good when they're two and oh, when, when they're yeah. losing four now, yeah. So, man, I, I'm, I think the Giants, listen, they, they believe in their coach. They, they, Brian Dable's just, he's not sitting there being like, I, he knows he doesn't have Josh Allen. He's just going to use what he has. He's going to go old school. He's going Saquon, short little dump offs to, to the receivers. He's just, I think he's just a better coach. I think the Jags, I'm going to go with the Giants to stretch this out for another win. I'm not touching this on a bet because it's no. just weird. That's a weird Vegas thing. Like these voodoo, they're either like begging you to, to pick the Giants. The, because they might feel that this is just a weird thing. So I, I never mess around with games like this because that just scares me. But I think yeah. the Giants are going to win. I think they are. I think with Saquon, they got the better coach. I think they're the, the, their defense is playing really good. Thibodeau coming back, making big mm-hmm. plays. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Giants to win, 23-20. Uh, to 20. Old score for you there. Um, I, I I believe this is where the facade falls down and i think jacksonville is on the right side of this one it's gonna be hot in florida i don't know if they're wearing their blues again but that's gonna be a problem for them Ugh, that damn jacksonville weather. and the, the, you know you're talking you're right about giants being able to, they're good at shutting down receivers but running game they're not so i think now that travis etienne is being used more you know in terms of and robinson but that gen seems to be picking up some I, I i like him to get some good yards maybe a couple touchdowns in this one i got jacksonville to win 26 to 20 i Oof. think they're gonna cover this one I like it. I like Jacksonville. I don't like a lot of these games today. You're not going to like the next one then because Indianapolis, who we all thought, oh, oh, but now they're three, two, and one, and they're facing the three and two Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is two and a half points favorites in this one because Tennessee's at home. But let's be honest, Tennessee has been outgained 
in most of their games. You know, they're, they're 100 and 150 yards, the other teams, and, and even in the wins they're putting together. It's been Derrick Henry for them. They haven't passed anyone. You've got offensive linemen. Uh, Lewin is out. Tyler Lewin is out. And Indianapolis has uh, going to be, it looks like Quiddy and Shaq will both be back uh, for Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. Again, this is, uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, good to go. So, Matt Ryan, again, Matt Ryan's been such a weird one this season. He's getting killed back there, which Indy just went from having the best offensive line yeah. to the worst overnight. And no, no one really understands how that, that happened. Yeah. Like, they gave Quentin Nelson all that money. And then I guess the rest of them said, oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> they said, fuck that guy. Yeah. You think he's worth everything. Let's just let him block on his own. Um, I don't know about this one. Again, not one I would touch. I think the Colts, the fact that the Colts are 3-2-1 and one, is at least that they got a bit of momentum. Again, you have Tennessee who's won a bunch straight. I think that fact it's in Tennessee, I'm just going to go that I think this will be a close one. I think Tennessee with Henry is going to be able to run it and control the clock. So I, I'm going to go Tennessee to win it at home. Indy's had a nice couple weird wins, but I think, again, these are always tight games, and these always could go either way. I'm just going to go with the home team. Um, I'm going to go 27-23. to 23 for the Titans. I agree that this AFC dumpster fire South battles that they have are just, you you just never know. Like it's watching two brothers fight and you're just like, I don't even know. I don't even know which brother is which. It's just a tumble of fists. I I bet whoever wins this division is going to win a playoff game. It doesn't matter what the record is. No matter what the record is. It could be like seven and 10 win the division. I weirdly just think it's going to be one of those weird games. I got a home game that'll pull one off and then get spanked in it. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's part of that. I think it's you toughen up. It's like when you have uh, you've just been toughen up from the beatings. But I like Indianapolis to inflict the beating in this one. I think having part of their defense back, getting their offensive line, getting some healthy guys back, and as you said, Matt Ryan is is second in passing. So yeah. you know, obviously he's he's you know we talked about how good he could be but you start to see it he's actually starting to get the ball around despite not having a lot of guys to throw to who knows well, if they he's actually getting a lot of it at the end of games too yeah. where he's just he's either been down or these weird comebacks but it seems like the fourth quarter he just goes off yeah and for the first three you're just like is Matt Ryan shot and then all of a sudden he has 400 yards and you're like what the hell did that happen well, I've got Indianapolis to win this one, 24 to 20. I just think this is, they've got the momentum. They've got it on their side. And really, Tennessee, I mean, aside from Derrick Henry, who is he throwing it to? He, he's not throwing, he's got no targets. He's got no offensive line. Yeah. So I can't see him getting a lot of points in this one, 24-20. Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Three and three Atlanta are visiting another team who's three and three, but they went to the Super Bowl last year. The Bengals are starting to get some wins together. They're six and a half point favorites in this one with a 47 and a half point over under. Atlanta, look, it's been fun watching you uh, keep games close. Hey, be plucky. Six, six and zero against the spread. Six and zero against the spread. They kept games close, um, and they've shaken it up a lot with their, their innovative style of play. Uh, but they're they're at home in this one, and Atlanta is just it's going to be a bridge too far because Cincinnati's starting to get some wins together now. Yeah, but they honestly, I think they should have lost last week against the Saints. I think they got lucky. They, that game, they couldn't stop anyone. It didn't matter. Andy Dalton just kind of walked down the field every time he had the ball. And um, so Cincinnati's defense just really worries me. It doesn't look like it's the same defense that, that's going to be able to hold teams. And I think the Falcons, just with Mariota, looks, he looks he looks competent. Like, yeah. I still think you're not getting much in the passing game, really. You know, Again, they don't really have too many deep threats. But Drake London looks good. And they still have pits. So you need a quarterback who should be able to air it out. And he just doesn't do it. But he doesn't – he's not – the last couple of games, he hasn't been making mistakes. Maybe it's just 
you know, he hasn't been a backup for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just takes a few games to sure. get into his stride. So I'm going to give him the credit there. And I think the Falcons just keep games close. I think they're kind of a fun little fucky team. And uh, so I'm going to go, not them to win. I think the Bengals still win. I think Joe Burrow, Chase are finally connecting, even though they got that last one pretty much at the end of the game. Um, but they are, they got mixed. They got the better offense. They're at, they're at home. So I'm going to go with the Bengals to win, but a close one. Uh, 26 to 24. That is close. I, I agree. You know, both these teams sort of have had garbage point times and, and Atlanta, obviously the biggest beneficiary of that. It's it just to me that the Joe Mixon factor and Atlanta's inability to stop the run, to just keep running it down their throat and use that option. And, and it's also the fact that Burrow has so many talented wide receivers. You know, you got Higgins, you got Chase, you got, you've got this talent, Boyd. So I, I just like Cincinnati and I think Cincinnati – Near the end, Mariota's just going to screw up too much, and, and that defense will hopefully come alive. I got a 30-20, to 20, Cincinnati covering the spread. I don't like a lot of these games, to be Oh, no, no, no. There's, it's, it's, there's some ugliness there's going some on. There's some ugliness. Speaking of ugliness, let's take another trip to the AFC North, where the Cleveland Browns are 2-4 and four and woeful 2-4. and four. Well, the Baltimore Ravens started out strong, and everyone was talking Lamar, 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 MVP, but oh, that's fallen apart in the past couple of weeks. Baltimore's 3-3 three and three in this one. Again, J.K. Dobbins is out from them. There's six and a half point favorites in this spread. Pick up a new wide receiver to see what that will do. Uh, 45 and a half is the over under in this one. Baltimore at home. It's a lot of points, six and a half, uh, when they've watched a lot of second half collapses happen in, with the Ravens. Yeah, it's there's a couple of things. Cleveland's defense, I think, has been awful. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I thought they were supposed to be this Super Bowl defense, right? And they were going to mm-hmm. be able to hold them off. But it doesn't matter who's quarterback. They're just able to put points on them. I think the Ravens need this game more. I think Cleveland just kind of knows that. I think they were just kind of hoping they could just stick around and then Deshaun Watson come back and he'll just, a guy who hasn't played in two years is just magically going to throw for like 30 touchdowns. I mean, it's, there's a lot of wishful thinking in Cleveland right now. So if I'm Baltimore, oh, I got to finish this game. I got to get back in that lead for the division because Cincinnati's winning. You've lost, I think, two straight Maybe or the last yeah. two or the last three for sure. Yeah. Um, and I th- I think Baltimore wins this, but I just can't see them covering. I think Cleveland keeps it close. There's, Baltimore just hasn't shown me other than like all they do is throw to Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. Like you said, no J.K. Dobbins. That's gonna hurt. They're what we got Gus Edwards again. Gus Edwards. Back on the Gus. Yeah. Like, how many years we gotta we gotta sit through Gus Edwards and then they haven't figured it out yet. It's just. And then to still not give him a receiver, you know, you got to do it's just, I don't know what Baltimore is doing. Um, I think Lamar really is basically saying, or maybe he's just trying to get Greg Roman fired so he can get mm-hmm. an offensive coordinator who's kind of innovative. But um, I think Baltimore wins, but I don't think it's going to be, I think it'll be close. I'm going to say 24 uh, 20. I just think it's going to be an ugly game. I don't think either team. Yeah, I mean, six and a half is a lot of points for Baltimore. I agree with you on this one. And, and you know, it's the running game that Baltimore will also struggle to stop with Chubb and Hunt. So I do have Baltimore winning like you, but I think six and a half points is just a little too much. I've got a 28-24. I think they're both going to score some points and get over that over-under. <coughs> Pardon me. The uh, big one we're going to look at, oh, this team, we talk about fire sales, getting rid of everyone. You want to trade, you're gone. You want to trade, you're mm-hmm. gone. It's the Carolina Panthers. They're one and five, and I think that one win is probably they could all they're going to get all season. They're facing a three and three Tampa Bay squad, where Tom Brady is playing lackadaisical but also angry. It's in Carolina. Christian McCaffrey is gone. What motivation does Carolina left have left to play with? I mean, 
You know, you've got I Baker. Guess, well, the and... only people are like the rookies and the young people know they're going to be around. Mm-hmm. They're still like, I think, I think Carolina is doing the right thing. Just blow it up. Get if they get the number one pick next year, there's a great quarterback class. It's a, there's lots of really good um, free agents at running back coming into that. Like Saquon, they could go get Saquon yeah. if they wanted to. Who knows? He's going to be potentially a free agent. So, um, yeah, but they have nothing. Poor DJ Moore. Like, yeah. He couldn't get anything going. Now he's saying PJ. It's just going to be an absolute. Like if Tampa Bay cannot cover this, like I just don't know what to think of them. Yeah, anymore. no, exactly because. They have to just put you have to just beat this team. And yes. especially Foot the on way the throat. Tom, yeah, you gotta you gotta and especially the way Tom Brady, you know, screaming at his offensive lineman, just not a great look of of a guy just completely frustrated and having such a strange, weird year. Yeah. So um, but I'm gonna go with them to cover this. I might it might actually wow. be one of the games I bet, just because I think if they can't cover thirteen against this absolutely done team, um, then there's no no hope. I'm gonna go thirty to ten. Yeah, um, I'm with you on this one. And, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I agree. I, I just I got a 26 to six. I, I I've only got them scoring two field goals. I don't see a touchdown happening, in Carolina. But again, Tampa has struggled to score. I mean, it's not like they're 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 you know demonstrative and putting all these points up. So I could see Tampa. You know, there's going to be some pluck left in Carolina because when you got nothing left to lose, you know, you're yeah. going to throw everything at it. But at the eventually, the, <laughs> but Tom no Brady players. It doesn't yeah. matter. Well, you throw all of them at, and then they're, they get munched down. But Tom Brady will prevail in this one, as far as I, I see. I did think it was it was a it was a weird trade the mm-hmm. the McCaffrey one to San Francisco because San Francisco, if they think I don't think do they think running back is their biggest problem? I because, I guess so. I, I think they're just they just selfish. I think they want every tool that they can get. No, I think they just want like this is a team that just just rotates running backs that you've never seen. They draft them all the time. The, yeah. the 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 number of picks they've used on running backs and now to trade like four picks and you don't mm-hmm. they literally don't have even have a draft pick next year. Yeah. And all to get a guy who has injury problems and you still got Jimmy G. So like I don't know. I, I think they're underestimating what their biggest problem is. And I, I think McCaffrey's gonna be great there. I, I got him in fantasy thing. It's a bit late though for my team, but I just don't really get it. If I'm like, if Trey Lance doesn't work next year, like what what are you gonna do? You got no draft picks. You got nothing. Yeah, um, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what San Fran's doing. Jeff Wilson, like Elijah Mitchell, who's gonna be back in a few weeks, was great for you last year. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. It didn't. It did. It was just a weird trade and a lot to give up for uh, injury prone running back with a huge contract. Yeah, no, it's a big big number, and as you say, big big uh, big gives. You know, picks that you got to give in, in the next couple of years, and you, as you get, it's a guy who's you know sort of famous for dating a supermodel and loves that lifestyle. Well, he's wonder- also famous for being great at football. Yeah, but that kind of <laughs> lifestyle. You know, when they change into that, when it becomes more Hollywood. Yeah, he's but he's not GQ. back to the old. The old. He's not back to his old. But self. he could no. be because he, they're going to make that offense really humming now. Like now, there's no excuse for Jimmy G. Basically, well, just just Jimmy G. Just himself. Just yeah. Jimmy G. It's all the money you spent. <clears throat> and then sp- when they lose in the playoffs and people, he, they're going to be like, what's going on? It's, it's just like, dude, we've all been telling you. And they just yeah. keep, next year, they're going to do it again. Well, next year, so next year, they won't, back. they're going to run them back next year. In the next year, the they won't have enough. They won't have any players. And San Fran will be in building years from 2025 to 2030, probably. Yeah. Um, speaking of building years, it's not been building in Green Bay. Well, losses have been Oof. building. 
They're three and three, but they're facing a team who possibly could be the worst team in the league. Washington is two and four, but they're absolutely horrendous. Um, Green Bay is favored by five in this one. It's in the commander's uh, hometown of Washington. Yeah, that amazing field. The best best stadium to to get poos played on you. Um, You know, Green Bay has been nothing but disappointing for for people this year. I think the playoffs will be a struggle with Minnesota running away with this division. A three and three Green Bay team who has a tough schedule coming up, um, you know, could could look to have one of their first losing seasons in a while. Uh, but it's Washington in this one, so this should be a win. What do you think? Yeah, on this one? right. Like I feel like this is going to be one of the games. All right, I've bet Green Bay a couple. I didn't bet them last week because they didn't trust them against the Jets. Uh, but they've screwed me a bunch. But if they can't beat this again, Heineke, this team that's completely just done. At least they did get rid of Wentz, so maybe they'll get a spark. But I think everyone's seen Heineke. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone's really going to be afraid of what he can do. Brian Robinson looked really good coming out um, the last couple of games. But, yeah, to me, the Packers got to win this. I think they're the better team. They did lose Cobb, so maybe they can actually get Romeo Dubs involved. But it just doesn't seem to be clicking with his mm-hmm. with his receivers. So I don't really know. Unless they're just going to feed Lazar or something. But if I'm Green Bay and you're seeing like McCaffrey go there, I've got to be trying to make a call for DJ Moore mm-hmm. in Carolina. Like, you give Rodgers DJ Moore. I'd give up a first round probably for him. He's young. He's good. And I think if they get someone like him, that could really make give that spark. Because what this team needs desperately is a spark. And I don't think it's going to come right now with this offense the way it is. The two, like A.J. Dillon, there's just no consistency at the running back. It's, last year, they really used Jones well. And it just seems like it's always A.J. Dillon. Mm-hmm. And then what... They're able to, and then they got these two bruising backs, and then they get to really short yardage situations, and they pass all the time. So um, there's also in in the, the week, you know, Rogers and Lafleur are kind of doesn't feel like they're in a great place together because no. they're kind of like Rogers is saying like maybe we need to simplify things, and he's just like shut your mouth, yeah, on the coach. So. I don't know. I'm going to pick the Packers to win. I think they're the better team, but I don't think it's going to be like a massive shootout. I think it's going to be like 24 17. Packers win. Yeah, I'm, I've got 24 to 10. Uh, it's that offensive line uh, for Washington. I mean, Packers have enough of a D to get through. Packers don't have a great offensive line. I mean, he's been struggling. They've been struggling to get just the ball off, it seems, a lot. But luckily, Washington doesn't generate a lot of pressure. Um, Washington, to me, it just they're just really bad. They're just really bad. So I've got 24 to 10. I can't see. I can't see them winning. Uh, nine o'clock games we have next. Elijah Mitchell wants off uh, the Jets, uh, but he's not going. They said, no, screw you. You're staying. Elijah Moore. Elijah, Elijah Moore. Sorry, Elijah Moore. Uh, we were talking yeah. San Fran before. Yeah, Elijah Moore just... wanted off. Of the four and two Jets, he's not getting enough play. <laughs> it's hilarious. The first time the Jets are playing really well, and a player's like, I hate this. I wanted to be a Jet to lose all the time. This winning is unacceptable. Get rid of me. Yeah, and now they're facing a team, a Denver Broncos team, who's two and four, and guess what? Denver's at home in their favor. What, 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 you say? Why are the Jets, who are four and two, underdogs? Well, uh, when you've got the, a Denver team. The but, thin air, the thin air. You know, Russ cooked me. for uh, about 15 minutes last week. But <laughs> Did then, you see they canceled his Subway ad? The, the like, weird ones with. Table, no, that one dangerous. Yes. Uh, when he's in his leather jacket. Yeah. It's just getting worse. Like, it's like when Baker was on TV all the time, yeah. he was stinking. It's like, man, they did not anticipate. Yeah, it. not a good not a good uh, value there for the talent. I, Maybe this that... is why there's so few quarterbacks, like, on actual. Like, you only see Rodgers and Mahomes 
in like all the commercials. And now you might, you'll probably start seeing some Allen coming in soon, but I think they're just so worried now to brands are going to be like, but what if you shit? Yeah. It's going to be embarrassing for us. Or if it gets caught in a sex scandal or something like that. Well, that would actually help their sales probably. I don't think Deshaun really would help anyone. (laughs) Oh yeah. Not him. Yeah. No. But uh, so Jets though, team, I mean, the Jets, uh, they're playing a lot of ferocity, but this is a Denver team and Vegas knows what they're talking about. I mean, Vegas thinks that Denver is a better team and on paper, they probably are a better team. Jets have just gotten the wins. But what do you like in this one? Denver um, by one at home? It's a tough one. I really like the way Brees Hall's been playing. He's been awesome this year. I think uh, a lot of people are always like, oh, don't draft a running back, like, you know, early first round. Or not, sorry, not early. But even right. in the first round. But he's been awesome the last yeah. couple of games. He's really made easy. My biggest problem still is Zach Wilson. I'm still, like, not seeing it. Like, they are winning, but they're winning it with, like, Quentin Williams on defense. Mm-hmm. The defense is playing great. Um Brees Hall's kind of controlling the clock. So I need to see um, Zach Wilson really kind of take control and kind of win a game. But I don't think it's going to be this week against Denver. I think the Broncos' defense is actually going to be really tough. I think Zach Wilson is going to – it's a hard place to play. Mm-hmm. And I think um, even though they have a bit of confidence, I think Denver – Yeah, I think because I'm going to think Russ might not even play this week. So if, I, if Russ doesn't play, I'm picking Denver to win. Yeah. And I think their offense is going to look better. Yeah, I agree really. with you on that. I still think Hackett's terrible coach who's going to get fired maybe before the year's over. But I think the Jets have been great. I'm, I'm, I think it's, if they can win this to go to 5-2, and two, then this is a huge statement game for them because even winning in Denver, regardless of the situation, is good. But I'm going to go with uh, Denver to win uh, 24-23, just a real close one. Yeah, I've got it 17-16 Denver. Um, oh, I- both by one. Yeah. Um, but I, I was actually, because I've got them pushing in this one, I might, I might look at it. I might push it to two, um, uh, once it's confirmed that Russ is not working at playing, as you say, cause I think they'll, you know, there'll be less of a dynamic and more of a chances for opportunities as opposed to him making bad decisions and not spotting people open. Could be a good game. I mean, the jets could be a tough one, especially when you're playing in mile high. Um, this will be a game I'll watch on red zone, but I don't know if I would watch it fully. Well, we'll see. Uh, watching it fully Houston one, three and one at Las Vegas. We're seven point favorites, although Vegas is only one and four over under in this one, 45 and a half. Houston cannot stop the run. Um, and Houston has somehow been able to stay in games, even though they're one, three, and one, but still it's Houston. Can Vegas finally start putting some wins together? Because they only yeah, got one. They got it. They got this. Yes, they've had a tough schedule. But the thing people forget, yeah, Vegas is one four. They've been in every game. Every mm-hmm. game's been quite close. Being like they've had a couple tough losses, especially that they should have even beat the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. You know, I with that, you know, Adams, yeah, uh, that in the review of that play, which basically got called back, which looked like a catch to me, but who knows? I'm gonna go with the Raiders to win this. I like this. The fact that you're right that they can't stop the run, they got Josh Jacobs, who's looking the best he's ever looked, yeah, in his career. I think, um, Adams after that, uh, you know, push, push gate, but I don't, nothing's really gonna happen because I the guy's suing him now or something, yeah. it's going to court, so I think it'll happen in the off season. So I mean, he's not going to get any punishment. I think he's going to have a big game, Devontae Adams. Um, so I'm going to go with the Raiders, who, again, still have Max Crosby. They can get to the quarterback. It's in Las Vegas. They're one in four. They got to make a real statement game that they're back in this. They got to win this big. I'm going to take the Raiders to win uh, 30 to 17. 
I think the Raiders win this easily. Yeah, I've got it 26 to 10. I just don't see how Houston scores. You know, Raiders have not not bad defense on them either. They're able to just say shut down and stop a lot of people. And Houston, I mean, they'll get Damian Pierce going, but I can't see their 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 passing game going with Davis Mills. Whereas I can see angry Derek Carr coming in and knowing, look, we got to string some wins together, guys, because we're one and four. I've got it 26 to 10. Big game, big game. Uh, will McCaffrey play? Probably not. Who knows? But Kansas City is four and two, and they're visiting San Francisco. We're three and three. Kansas City obviously taking that loss to the Bills last week. They're three point favorites in this one in a forty eight point uh, over under. Now let's remember San Francisco was down almost twelve players last week. Um, their defense. They hardly had anyone, um, and they were playing lots of stringers. And it looks like not a lot of those guys will be back this week. There'll still be about six guys down. How do you like this one in the KC team that I, uh, struggled? Yeah, no, well, there was, a, there was a tough loss against the Bills. They played them excellent. You know, Kansas City's defense, just the whole Buffalo to 24 was was a success. Um, I think, yeah, like the Niners' D, which couldn't do anything against Atlanta, they just went up and down on them again, like you said. I don't know who is like the strength and conditioning coach of the Niners, but they're the most injured team every <laughs> single year. It's just like, can they hire? It's probably some like old guy who's like called like, like the, Shef- from the Giants. Shef- you see yeah, that the old guy, from, like, Johnson, yeah. from like the fifties, who's still yeah. like uh, like Mandelbaum in the Seinfeld episode. Yeah, where he's putting guy. leeches on everything. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I don't know what they're doing. Um, I think McCaffrey will play. I don't think he's going to be like 20, um, yeah, but I think they're going to be able to use him. I think it's injured on his first few, play out for the season. Probably. He's got a few days uh, to get ready, and running back's one of those positions. It's a lot of its instinct. You know, you know mm-hmm. what to do, but they're not going to get him like to block or anything like that. But to put him in certain situations, they'll probably have a good 10 to 12 plays for him. So, yeah. Um, I, like, I'm still playing him in fantasy because I don't really have a choice to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and I th- I'm going to go with KC, though. I think just the way Kelsey and 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 um, Mahomes have looked together, they're just going to be able to uh, basically do what they want up and down the field. I think if Mariota was able to do that, I don't see why uh, Kansas City shouldn't. I think coming yeah. off that tough loss. Uh, but I I think the Niners, I'm interested to see this experiment now. So I will definitely be tuned into this just to see if uh, – if this brings any little, even a little bit of like a confidence boost to Jimmy mm-hmm. G, like this other weapon, he's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Now I can just dump it off and let him do the work. So uh, I'm going to pick Kansas City to win uh, 27-24. Go close game, though. Push, a little push for Ryan. I've got a 27-26. I think San Fran will be able to keep it close with that running game. Um, yeah, there's a lot of mis- lot of things that Kansas City can take advantage of, but San Francisco has that running. They, they've got that. The, the defense is still pretty good. The offensive line is still not bad. I think it's going to be a tight game. Uh, Kansas City still trying to get their breath together, but it, being in San Francisco, I, I like it tight, 27-26. It's going to be a nail-biter. Seattle is 3-3, three and three, and everyone's talking about Geno. No one's really talking about the Chargers, though, 4-2, and because uh, we're wondering what's going on with their offensive line and what's happening with Justin Herbert this year. Chargers coming off a short week after playing a Monday nighter, and they're at home. They're four and two, which means there'll be no no fans at home. Fifty one points is the over under in this one. Vegas is telling us there could be some points in this one. What do you like in this one? The Chargers well, yeah, favored by the six. Chargers can't really stop anyone. Like they had J.C. Jackson, their big signing. And if mm-hmm. anyone who watched like like for me watch Bills games, J.C. Jackson got would get burned all the time by the good receivers by Stefan Diggs. And again, it got that big money. I think they they really thought this defense, and they look like the exact same defense as before. Mm-hmm. 
They, they don't really have like, Jesse Palmer. Um, he hasn't really stepped up to fill in the, the role of Keenan Allen. And they're really missing him because without basically Keenan Allen and Mike Williams together, Mike Williams hasn't been able to just establish himself as that true number one. They've gone really much back to Eckler. It's like the Eckler show. Mm-hmm. I just, I think Seattle's just fun. I think, uh, I think, DJ Walker's a really good running back. They're not going to miss anything. I think they still have Metcalf and Lockett. Geno's got confidence. Um, so I think it's going to be a co- – I think Seattle can win this. Um, but but I'm going to take the Chargers to win uh, 28-26. Yeah, I I'm think with it's going to be a fun game. I think it could be fun too. I think it's going to be closer though. I mean, <clears throat> I do worry about teams on a short week and you're coming back home and everything like that. Uh, Seattle, I mean, Chargers could struggle with that run. And you talk about Kenneth Walker could have a really big game as well. It's Joe, it's, you know, when you talk about it, though, when it's Justin Herbert. And so I sort of, I like him and, and the plucky play that he'll do. But I think it's going to be 26 to 21. I think Seattle will cover the six-point spread, but only I got them covering by five. Um, but should be an interesting game. Very fun one. Next game, I don't know about fun, but it's going to be on at one in the morning. So most of us will be in bed. Pittsburgh Steelers are two and four, and they're playing Miami Dolphins, who are three and three. Miami is favored by seven. Tua, Tua could be back this game, 44 and a half points. Is he over under? Um, and also, you had the other guy injured, Kenny Pickett, but he looks like he could be back. Yeah, it's the concussion bowl. It's concussion bowl. Uh, do a little concussion bowl back, uh, back yeah, again. Yeah, man, everyone's gonna be watching this like through their fingers, just being like, yeah. oh, "Please don't let Tua die." This is like when Apollo Creed came back to fight. John oh Kelly, yeah, and the Russian right? killed him. And no! they're just gonna have uh, yeah, Mike McDaniel just holding the white towel. Yeah, and the defensive coordinator is like, "Throw the damn towel!" And he oh. goes, he's gonna get. So please don't have Tua die. To die on um die on us this next game i think yeah. uh it's again i think it's the fact that miami is at home with Tua. it's still again the weather won't be as much a factor because it is a night game those lucky mm-hmm. bastards in pittsburgh but i think just miami is just the better team i think pittsburgh again pickets he is a rookie and i think the fact that he's going to struggle on the road in the first real primetime game uh, mm-hmm. Miami needs to get back on track after like, starting three and zero. They're now three and three, so they need a big win in front of their home crowd. So uh, I think Tua comes back has a decent game. You know, Tyree Kill's just been unreal. I think yeah. a lot. I, I'm surprised how well he he's just didn't. He just seems to be one of those guys. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is, he's just one of a kind. So mm-hmm. I, I will I will admit that I was wrong. I. I knew he'd be good, but not this good. So yeah. I, I can see him going. He he seems to have his best games in the in the, under the lights. So I'm gonna go with the Dolphins to win this pretty easily. I'm gonna say uh, thirty to twenty. My my problem I have is that Miami doesn't <clears throat> doesn't ever win by seven. You know they don't crush people. Uh, people always seem to come back. So I can't see them winning by seven. I can see Pittsburgh <clears throat> covering it in garbage time, like they do with Trubisky. Garbage time cover. Miami seems to you know, get a lead and then can seem to blow it. So I've got it 28 to 24. I think Pittsburgh can keep it in. I think there'd be a lot of points in it. Miami will open it up at first. Pittsburgh will chunk away back as Miami continues to make mistakes. Uh, but Miami wins this one, but I don't see them winning by seven. The big game that everyone is looking forward <laughs> to, and I know everyone's going, oh my gosh, why did you save this one for last? Because it's Monday night. It's Monday night. Chicago Bears, who are two and four, but six and oh in my heart, are at facing the New England Patriots, who are three and three. Eight-point favorites for this one. Wow, eight-point favorites for Bill Belichick and company. 40 points is the over-under in this one. Uh, It's Zap versus Mac. Zap has been playing so well. Zappy. It's Zappy. Zappy. Oh, I like calling him Zappy. Happy Zappy. 
Um, but you got Mac as well. Uh, is Mac done? Is Zappy uh, the number one? Who knows? Bill Bill Belichick. What's it, what's he got planned oh for the Dark my Star? God. He this is just licking his chops. This defense, you're getting shut out today. Mm. <laughs> okay, I feel like this has all the recipes of a shutout. Um, I just think Belichick just loves these situations. The young, struggling quarter, just to be able to do stuff with his D. Uh, there's this funny thing. It was on Twitter. When Belichick went in like a thousand words on how good of an offense that the Bears have. Oh, God. And whenever he, apparently yeah. whenever he does that is when yeah. he's just like. He's making fun of them. Yeah. yeah, basically. So I think he's ready to just absolutely unload on them. So I think Zappy, they're going to be able to move it. I can't see this being close, unfortunately. I think the Bears, I, I listen. It's going to be a rough year, and get that high draft pick, get the best receiver in in college, and and rebuild your offensive line. And because Fields has his moments, but he also has nothing to work with. So I feel bad for him. I think Patriots win this very easily. Uh, I'm going to say it's twenty-seven to three. I've got this one two hundred to zero for the Bears, but. Um... <laughs> Uh, look, the Bears, as much as the offense is horrible, we're still fifth uh, pass rush, fifth ranked pass rush. So we put pressure on the quarterbacks. And and that's something that, you know, we did to Aaron Rodgers and kept the games close. I, I do think, you know, you look at what they did to to Cleveland, but we're not Cleveland. We've got a better defense in Cleveland. We don't have a, any offense, uh, but desperation calls for desperate times. But also we don't get scored on a lot. You know, the, the, the amount of points that New England puts on, we don't allow people to trounce us. So I have New England winning. I have the Bears covering it. Oh, 18 to 12. 18 to 12. Oh, my God. That's a terrible. Yeah, Bears cover it. Uh, Not beautiful. A lot of field goals in this game. Uh, And it's going to be a wet night, a really wet night in in Boston. Well, that's it for our picks for week seven, everyone. If you want to play along with us, make sure you go to NFLinLondon.com. Find us on Facebook. There's a group and a page. And, of course, join our DraftKings League, NFL in London. We play free games, paid games every week, folks. All you have to do is join in. Ryan, of course, and I will be back next week when we go back and look back out of all our picks from week seven. Thanks for listening, everybody.